up, Fail? I have no idea what episode this is, but uh, I thought it'd be fun to run through some playoff look ahead, but also a recap of the regular season, looking at the stats of the league. And um, yeah, as the, I don't even remember the nickname stats, Sultan of Stats, that's it, on Discord. Um, keeper of the stat sheets. Um, yeah, where we're looking, do a quick uh, rundown just of the standings. First place, Kamish, 37 victory points. Not quite matching um, all-time highs from previous years. Um, Dan Krause last year had 38. Um, but otherwise, that's the – and Jeremy had 37 last year. So, Jonathan tying um, second-highest VP total ever. Um in second place, um, tied for VPs was myself and Chris. I edged him out by 29.6 points. Um, so Chris is in third place. Uh, both of us had slightly more points than Kamish. So the Belichick pot is um, uh, tight standings, only a 38-point differential from first to third. Then... In fourth place, Brent had 28, um, 18.59 points scored. Dan Krause, 27 VPs, um, also in the 1800s. Uh, Canute and Eli both had 26. And thankfully, Eli was able to uh, whip the votes for the uh, playoff structure change so that he can participate this year. Uh, I think he did bring it up a day or two ago that uh, he thought that maybe Jeremy would have uh, taken his taken that spot if he wasn't uh, if he wasn't tanking. Um, unsure about that, but either way, if we would have only had six playoff teams, Canute did finish with more points than Eli by um, just over thirty. So Canute would have taken that sixth spot anyway. And then we have a significant drop off from uh, the 26 VPs that those guys had down to uh, Mark, who's in eighth. Um, first, first one out with 17. Sam and Matt both had 12. Um, so that's positions nine and 10. Uh, Texas Dan with 11. Uh, Josh and Jeremy tied with 10, that's positions 12 and 13, and Peter is taking up the rear with 8. Um, definitely not the lowest VP score we've seen. He had 0 last year, Jonathan had 6 last year in years prior. Um, Canute had seven in 2021 and I had two and the first year we had myself and Chris both had two, Brent had seven. So, um, feels like there's a distinction between the top seven and the rest of the league, but I think the bottom, bottom half, um, in general, more competitive than, uh, historically. Um, uh, so that's fun to see, um, what else we got? Um, for the year, uh, average points scored, and I'm going to jump into this because this is kind of fun. Chris reached out, 
um, when he saw that I was planning to do a pod and he was, he was crunching some numbers, splitting the, splitting the year up into first half and second half. And also for not exactly sure why, but specifically weeks nine through 14, he has a, he has a note here on the spreadsheet. He meant something about money shot, money shot, money shot since Kirk cousins injury, um, tracking average point scored, taking out the high and lows, um, for each section or each segment, I suppose, um, to try and, uh, you know, eliminate the outliers a little bit. And these numbers are actually really interesting. So in the first half of the season, if we, you know, so the first seven weeks, if we take out the highest and lowest score, um, and we're looking at just playoff teams now, cause we will, uh, We'll be moving into looking ahead about the playoffs. But um, out of the seven playoff teams, first half of the season, Kamish was averaging the most points. Uh, if we eliminate his high score and low score, um, so take the middle five, Kamish was averaging 153 per week. Um, then after that, it's uh, Chris, 147. Myself and um, Wisconsin Dam 145, Canute with 122, Bort 121, and Eli 112. That's for the first half. So Kamish leading the pack in the first half. Second half, same thing. Take out the um, high and low scores. We have Chris has the highest total slightly almost exactly the same as his first half so he's been really consistent 147 average in the second half of the season um myself and bort at 146 so just behind chris in that metric commish um with 139 eli big bump from the first half 136 Canute staying steady um, at 123, and uh, Wisconsin Dan with 118. So interesting to me, myself, Chris, and Canute, almost exact same uh, averages from the first to the second half, myself being 145 to 146, Chris at 147 for both. And Canute 122 to 123. So real consistent from them, from us, us three. Kamish had a had a decline of about 14 points on average from the first to the second half. Bort had an increase of 26 points per game from the first to the second half. Now I will make a note. Um, Chris did go through and project what what Brent's uh, week 14 score would have been if he would have actually played his players. Um, although that was his lowest score of the second, or no, it wasn't. He had one one nineteen point nine five one week. So, you know, that little bit of uh, massaging going on there, but trying to make our best guess at uh, uh, what the roster would have looked like. So Brent, big bump from first to second half. He's come on, coming on strong. Um, Wisconsin Dan definitely fell off a bit in the second half. He was averaging 140, 145 in the first half and down to 119 in the second. 
And then Eli already mentioned this, but he had a big jump in the second half um, from 112 to 136. So that's kind of the outlook from first to second half. The full season slate, um, just taking out the single top and bottom scores. The top three teams, all pretty close. But that's Chris with averaging 148, Jonathan averaging 146, and myself averaging just under 146. And then uh, Brenton and uh, and Dan Krause uh, in the 130s, Brent with 135, Dan 130, and Knut Eli averaging 121 and 123, respectively. I will point out Chris's money shot line stat of the year since Kirk's injury, taking out the high and low scores, he averages the most by a significant margin of 152.5. Chris has been really strong this second half since my top scoring player went down. Props to him. I hope I get to play him next week. That's a little bit of foreshadowing into what we'll talk about next. But um, after Chris with 152, we've got Commission Brent have been really strong the last six weeks. Uh, with 143 and 141 average scores. Uh, myself and Eli in the 130s. So I have 138 and Eli 135. And Canute 126 and Dan Krause. A little bit of limping into the playoffs. Uh, the scores the last six weeks not been the best, averaging 115. So he'll be looking for a uh, little bit of... Um, Hopefully some good luck for his guys week one of the playoffs. So that's your overall deep dive. Might be a little hard to track um, while I'm just verbally talking through them. But long story short, there's been three teams who have been really consistent all season with their scores. Myself, Chris, and Knut. Kamish has fallen Kamish and Dan Krause have uh, fallen off a little bit since the, since some strong first half starts, but they've also been making moves. So all we're doing is reading numbers here. It's hard to, uh, hard to exactly uh, impossible to predict anything that's going to happen in the playoffs, but just giving a little insight into where we're at. Um, Brent much stronger, much stronger second half and same for Eli much stronger. So those two are coming in hot. Um, so when we look at the playoff picture, we've got four returning playoff contenders from last season, myself, Brent, Chris, and Wisconsin, Dan, um, each of us were in the playoffs last year. Um, Chris, this is his third trip to the playoffs, um, tied with Jeremy for, and Sam. I will say for most in the league um, to that point, Jeremy and Sam, this is each of their first times missing out. They were three for three uh, coming up, coming into this year. I'm making the playoffs um, and both missing out uh, for the first time. So Chris has been three times. This is myself, Brent and um, 
Dan Krause's second trip to the playoffs. Each of us last year was our first, so that's kind of fun. Um, we've also then got new additions since last year, which is Eli, Jonathan, and Canute. Um, Eli and Canute making it making their first trip back since the inaugural season. So that's really fun for them. It's been a been a grind, I'm sure, for the last two years trying to make it back. Um, but that's great. And Jonathan, it is his first trip back since missing just last season. So he was in the playoffs back in 2021, um, making it as the top seed with a bye week this year, um, looking to improve on that playoff record. Just a brief um, over, overview as we look at uh, everyone in the league, how many trips they've made to the playoffs. Chris, like I said, this is his third trip. Jeremy and Sam both have made three. And we've got a whole bunch of people who have made it twice. Myself, Brent, Dan Krause, Eli, Jonathan, Josh, Canute, and Mark all have had two trips to the playoffs. And then unfortunately for three league members, we got Texas Dan, Matt and Peter still looking for their first playoff matchup. So maybe next year's the year. I guess we'll have to see. Um, playoff matchups this first round is, are all fresh matchups have never been seen before. We've got myself as the second seed versus Eli um, in the seventh seed. My playoff record is 3-0. and All happened last year. Uh, Eli's playoff record from 2021 is 1-1. He beat Jeremy, and he lost to Mark that year. So myself versus Eli, we have not seen each other in the playoffs yet. Um, so that should be exciting for us. Um, same thing for... The other matchups, I believe, we've got number three seed Chris, and who is taking on number six seed Canute. They also have not played in the playoffs. Canute is 0-1 in the playoffs, so he's looking for his first win. Um, he lost to Sam back in 2020. And Chris is looking to improve on his 2-2 two and two playoff record. He's got two wins versus Sam and two losses versus Jeremy in the playoffs. So Chris, feeling lucky probably that he won't have to face Jeremy this year. That's the only team that's ever beat him in the playoffs. Um, so Chris uh, Chris and Canute uh, is our second matchup. And then finally, third matchup of round one will be Brent versus Dan Krause. Each of them 0-1 in the playoffs. That came last year. Brent lost to me, and so did Dan. So they each are most likely feeling fortunate that they get a shot at playoff redemption and don't have to uh, face me immediately. Um, and one of them is guaranteed to get their first playoff win. We'll just have to see which one. So with that, the other stats... I wanted to look at was the last five weeks, sort of random, hypothetical records. I guess I'll talk about full season first off. I did make a mistake in my calculations. My favorite stat to track, hypothetical record. Some other platforms call it, um, what do they say? 
like uh, win versus all or all play win percentage um, for the 2023 season. I had made uh, noticed a mistake in how I calculated the week 14 um, win percentages. And with that, our leader for the season in the record versus everyone every single week uh, is Chris with an 80.8 win percentage versus everybody, just edging out myself at 79.7. So just about a 1%, just over 1% um, higher percentage. How that stacks up with previous league highs, 2022, Jeremy had 81.9. That's our high watermark um, for the league. Jeremy had an unbelievable 2022 season. Um, Insane amount of points scored, really consistent. But Chris was just barely um, behind him this season. Let me look at the totals. The total record for Chris this year versus everybody, 147 wins and 35 losses. And I had 145 wins. So two less wins over the course of the season. And just as a reference point, Jeremy... Last year, best of all, 149. That's how close things are for kind of our leaders in that stat category. Um, but these hypothetical records really track the playoff standings almost identically. Well, actually, they are identical. We got Chris. Well, no, they're not identical because Chris, Chris would be at the top. So the way I could read this is Chris got slightly unlucky with his um, with his highest record versus everybody, but ending up in third place. Um, I'm in second place, so I also, well, I ended up where I should have. And Jonathan is in third for the hypothetical. So I guess you could read that as Chris got a little bit unlucky and Jonathan got a little bit lucky. Then we got Brent. Wisconsin, Dan, Canute, and Eli, um, all in order. Um, I won't bore you with going through the rest and talking about all the numbers, but the only other thing that sticks out to me is Peter's hypothetical record is 10th best, but he was in last place. So I think Peter also got uh, fairly unlucky. He had a 32.4% win percentage uh, if he were playing everybody every week. Um, and I suppose he wasn't that far off getting three wins um, this season, but ending up in last place, tough, uh, tough cookie to swallow. So, with that, I really wanted to just kind of cover playoff matchups. Um, I guess we can reference our our point spreads here from from what uh, Chris had put together. So myself and Eli is looking to be extremely close. If we look at the second half of the season, I've been averaging 146. Eli's been averaging 136 if we take out the outliers. So that's only 10 points difference. If we remove the week eight, when Kirk Cousins got injured and only consider the weeks after, it's even closer. I've been averaging 138, Eli 134.9. So 
only just above three points difference uh, between the two of us. So that should be a really close matchup. Chris versus Knut. Chris had been averaging 147 in the second half. Knut, 123. So on paper, I'd say 24-point spread. Um, seems likely to me that Chris wins that matchup unless Knut gets one of his boom weeks. If we look at, let's do this. We'll go live, do some manual stats. Ben versus Eli. If we played each week the, the second half of the season, Ben goes 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 3-1. 4-1, and 5-1, 5-2. So Ben, 5-2 and two versus Eli in the second half. But some really close matchups. Um, Chris versus Knut. Chris will go 1-0, and 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 5-0, 6-0, 7-0 oh, versus Knut. And then Brent versus Dan. Uh, second half of the season, Brent's been averaging 146. Dan's been averaging 118. And their head-to-head records in the second half, Brent 1-0, So that's where we look. It looks like uh, Ben and Eli should be the matchup of the of the week, which really sucks for me. I joke I joked about it a little bit, but I was considering uh, pulling all the guys in week 14 to try to match up against Canute. Felt like Eli was hot. I feel like I maybe should have run these numbers um, to to see that, but I have some integrity, um, and I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. Eli, you know I'm lying, but or you think I'm lying? I guess that's a Freudian slip. You think I'm lying, but good luck. I you know uh, I joking I joke about it. Obviously, I'd I'd rather win, but I uh, I hope it's a a good matchup, and that it comes down to I believe we got guys playing on uh, Monday night. I'm not going to look through players, player rosters or any of that thing. I think think that's the pod father's uh, specialty. I do less prognosticating and more backwards looking to the numbers. Um, That's how I see things. My prediction for week one, I guess, after I just said I don't prognosticate, but high level. My prediction, I beat Eli, Chris, Chris crushes Canute, and Brent beats Dan. So then the week two round two matchups would be uh commish versus brent and myself versus chris i would love a shot at chris um in round two and i would love to see brent take down commish so that i can i can beat brent for two years in a row and uh end this thing that's what i would love to see um, if Eli if Eli beats me, which is absolutely possible, then it would be Eli versus Commission next week, and uh, Chris versus the winner of Brent and Dan. That's assuming he beats Canute. Canute's got uh, got some guys who they're going to have to go off. He's had some solid weeks, three solid weeks from Canute: 145, 137, 137. The last three weeks, those are good scores. Um, and uh, but Chris has been putting up points too. So I guess we'll see what happens. That's all. That's all for me. Short and sweet. Um, covering, covering the stats from, from the year and, and looking at uh, how, how the playoffs are, are looking. So I will uh, see you guys all in the discord later.